and he has reappeared, ladies and gentlemen. Let me present to you... You miss! situated here i'm not sure which podcast we're on to be honest so it's just me and pete drumming pete yeah hello, hello. who's been on both yeah, shows yeah, anyway so i don't i don't care if you're listening to made in a to z or so far so pod so what right now <laughs> with what we'd listen to the new metallica record yeah and the idea to do this actually came today um, because i haven't been listening to the new metallica album except for uh, three songs um, that they released or pre-released before the album released. Uh, 72 and, uh, Seasons, uh, If Darkness Had a Sun, and Luxeterna, right? Yeah, and uh, no, did they release four songs because Screaming Suicide? Oh yeah, there was also Screaming Suicide, yeah, they released four, that's, that's typical these days, actually, we could uh, just quickly touch on that before, because uh, you're in the studio now, in the studio where we're making a the, al- the, al- the album. The album. That's Our album. The, the, the duo. Strapatz. Uh, Relish the Iron, I guess I can say. Yeah, you, of course. Anyway, you're in that studio. Uh, I was supposed to go today, but i um, been working from home instead, uh, as we tend to do quite often. But lately I've been coming over just to record drums too, which is old school. Like not bringing anything really, just myself to sit and push record. Uh, it's a classic collaboration. Um, between us two, yeah. and, and uh, it's it's quite much easier in in a way nowadays compared to like 10, 15 years ago. But uh, it's still kind it's of still hard work. Streamlined yeah. to go duo. Uh, I mean, I got slightly inspired by my friend Linus Arn because he's uh, doing that with Siniestro. Uh, they have in the in the videos he plays bass, which just a <laughs> which just a uh, cover of on his face, you know, like. Um, Ronar Luba. Baklava. He usually says, like, bass, who cares? Like, guitars, Linus, drums, uh, the machine, bass, who cares? And uh, But, but oh, if yeah, you're a duo, yeah. you can call a band meeting in a single phone call, for example. It's very, very uh, neat. And, of course, what it involved is we have to sing now. That's the big difference. Uh, the, what we couldn't have done as a duo, I guess, in uh, 2008. No, the, the ambition is to have only you and me uh, at vocals or in vocal duties to relish iron but uh, it's still open an open discussion but mostly run through me <laughs> yeah it was your concept to to kind of keep it territorial with the vocals and um, you have a uh, like a, a big idea of how you can approach things and never like uh, keep the doors closed and always look for like pinpointing who could do this the the best the best performance who can do it and who could you reach out to in a quite easy way because you know a lot of people i mean when that discussion still was going on i became more and more um it was like if i had my first born son yeah. and somebody said uh, yeah, we will take your son away from you. I would have killed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Considering your vocal bits and all of that. and uh, But I think in the, in the end, yeah. it, it was a good call. And like most people that I shared it with did agree that it was a good call to try and do it yourself. But I think 
what I have come to realize, uh, the, which is my point of doing it ourselves, is that uh, we are uh, fresh vocalists. So uh, we gotta we gotta get yeah, some experience. Yeah. You know, you gotta get the wheels dirty. Yeah, and if you want to sing, you gotta sing. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and the, the, most of the part uh, of my reaction is uh, reaction to not having a lot of guest vocalists. Is I've written a lot of lyrics, and I felt like yeah, giving away my. You've song, always you know? written no, lyrics though no for way. for our projects. Much thanks to the lineage of uh, Neil peered to Thomas Hake. Yeah. Uh, the reason for this uh, initial tangent was that uh, we are doing an album and I don't want to release singles that are on said record at all beforehand. Or maybe after, like a, if there's a video or something, n- none of those in the plans, but uh, I wanted your opinion on on that because I basically I, I wouldn't do it even if you love the idea because I hate the idea of I, I don't like it with this album either like I've heard a few songs I don't like that you know <laughs> <laughs> no no it's, it's it lessens it, the impact it doesn't right? beca- yeah yeah I mean it's not a teaser it's a revelation and you don't want the revelation of the album in bits and pieces uh, it kind of um, drains drains the expectation before you heard it megadeth did it too i mean it's standard now and i don't i mean all these fucking standards in record releasing it's also like it, it puzzles me like how could that be the the one way to do it but maybe it is you know I, i'm not a i'm not a checks and balances type guy uh, really not like i can handle private economy but i have no clue about like uh, a forward-facing market economy strategy, and maybe that includes releasing <laughs> singles, releasing half of the record often as singles before. Like the new Ghost record has that nice length of a old-school hard rock uh, record, which is cool, like thirty-nine yeah. minutes or something. But they release like half of it in singles, so it's like at least seventy-two seasons is long. So we haven't heard half of it. Yeah, of course, but metallic albums tend to be on the longer side in duration yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, i guess it's uh, my my favorite my favorite and justice for all that 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 album is freaking long man uh, is but it 52 so minutes good. or something yeah yeah and it's not too many songs on it either so uh, the songs are long so you prefer uh, Dyer's eve above um damage ink then <laughs> Uh, no, no, I do not. I, I, I don't. I don't think Dire's Eve is. I mean, it's a good Metallica song on the faster, faster-paced side, but uh, teeny angst. And uh, I mean, I think the Phantom Lord is a better song. <laughs> For example, I agree. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, I put up uh, a poll on uh, on the so far so pod. So what Twitter, like just a head-to-head Dire's Eve, Damage Inc. and uh, and saying like, I know my pick, but what's yours? And Damage Inc. won by fifty-one percent to forty-nine. Wow, <laughs> that is not a uh, yeah. great difference. Yeah, a lot of people love Dire's Eve. It's been mentioned on um, on Made Nate Z as well. George Silano mentioned Dire's Eve like as a kick-ass and ex- exit song, which it is, but uh, it's my least favorite song on And Justice for All. And Damage Inc. is yeah. my second favorite, I think, on Master of Puppets. I think Damage Inc. is awesome. And I think Dire's Eve is, oh. is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's only good songs on Justice, but... Yeah, I, I had this thing that, uh, and Justice for All, I would rate every song eight or nine, yeah. and then the album would get a seven point five anyway. It makes sense because because of the song lengths and, the, I mean, the album duration. 
it's quite a heavy thing to sit down and listen to in one in one uh, session. Um, Claustrophobic sound as well, very dry. It has it has a sound. I mean, it has but a it's very dry. clear sound. It's very dry. The drum yeah, sound yeah, yeah, is, yeah. is a bit rough, but also very like um, uh, trailblazing drum sound, of course. But uh, then uh, you could turn to an often mentioned record by you, which is uh, Garage Days Revisited. To get yeah, a better that version drum of that sound. sound. That's a cool oh, version. That's, fuck, man. That, that, that's great. That's what Pantera stole. That Re- reference listen to that. They must have. And it sounds really cool. Uh, no f- question about it. I've been uh, uh, watching a bit of Pantera videos, uh, both reactions, um, music videos, interviews the past couple of weeks. And a lot of commentary from, from the commentary people in the YouTube comment section says that uh, Pantera actually did invent that bass drum sound so and that's not true <laughs> it's not it's not true yeah well it's obviously slightly different touch with pantera but if you listen to um, uh, garage days revisited it's very close to that sound the guitars yeah. and uh, bass and drums and probably vocals yeah, too the, i mean vocals is pretty much the sound is in you right but i guess the way they're mixed or the way they're projected uh, you got a pantera sounding record there i'm a big pantera fan uh, me also, uh, though slightly after everybody else uh, signing on to that Pantera is like those who who held held the metal torch uh, up high in the early nineties. Well, uh, it's Pantera has some brutal songs, man. Yeah, a bit divisive band. Of course, there's the scandals and shit, but that aside, it's also a bit divisive. Like some people just don't enjoy it i guess don't like it and uh, first couple of listens i thought it was maybe a bit too much for me um, not that mm-hmm. it was too heavy or too fast or anything it was just a lot you know uh, it's very american but so is metallica it's also a lot it's a wide-legged broadbent as i say yeah broadbent rock for sure so let's see what Mr. Lars, as you called him before. Yeah, Mr. Lars. The reason I started drumming. Yeah. And the boys are have been up to. Let's see what they've been up to. We heard a bit, but I guess we still kick off with the title track. Because that's the start of the record. So the very intro, I actually quite dig on this one. Yeah, the same here. It, it, it is the classic suspense in my pants moment. Eye of the Tiger yeah. meets Thin Lizzy with a Metallica sound. Yeah. Yeah, that bass drum is nice though. Huge guitar sound too. Is that Rob Trujillo doing the dugu or is it a guitar? It must be a guitar, right? It sounds like a single coil guitar though. Yeah, it more, sure. more so sounds like a guitar, but it's right in that register where it could be Trujillo also. Because I hear no bass yeah, so they- far. Could actually be Trujillo doing that. So this riff, yeah, go Lars. Yeah. It's not really a good riff, I don't think. This, so many no. of their newer riffs sounds exactly like this. Still quite energetic. I mean, these men are quite old. Uh, not to forget. I really enjoy that snare feeling. It's not quite tight. Uh, it's just so perfect, Lars. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So it's not quantized. The load feeling. 
into my bitch, that kind of groove. Yeah. And so far, the singing is um, what's been most outstanding to my ears. The singing is pretty good on this record, from what I've heard. Yeah. Lyrics, um. not as nice. But singing, you know, and I haven't dug deep in the lyrics either, but I like this verse anyway. Yeah. And, I, and this is really yeah. cool. Revisiting oh, the yeah, intro yeah. like that is really nice. Typical Lars move. Yeah. And then this, is, this is nice. Like throwing yourself actually. backwards into that uh, halftime Tom groove. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a riff they must have used before, right? Da -da 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 -da. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, is this the chorus? I guess it is. I did. I think so. Kind of cool chorus. He finds a nice high vocal that doesn't sound too forced. 72 seasons gone. Ah, good hook. Yeah, really nice uh, rhythmic uh, choice there with fast, faster. Uh, uh, Seventy-two seasons. I gotta stand gone. by my word. This is not a really good riff. No, it's the first song. It's like uh, that was just your life all over again. Oh yeah, yeah. And then Hammett really? comes in with an absolutely bland wall lead. Kirk Hammett does what Kirk Hammett does. It puzzles me why they would put that on there. I, I really enjoyed the snare against the vocals before the second verse. Very nice. Narcotic! Ah, yes. It's a cool, quick revisit of the intro. It's, it's a cool move. Very Lars to do that. Very Lars. Breaking out parts from um, sections and just bring it back in. Yes, what is it? Like two bars? Three bars? Something like that? Uh, uh, two bars, I think. So we're four minutes in, which is like half. Yeah. Perhaps they should have ended it around here. Yeah. And then the switch key. That's, that's actually a good move to do there. I have the tiger in another key. Exactly, and now it's a new uh, point, of, point of suspense. Yep, yep, yep. Stick or bridge. Yeah, <laughs> stick bridge. But they now they linger again. Sometimes they really linger. Yeah. They, this this yeah, wouldn't have had to be this long. They are really dwelling on this on this oh, part. So long. Ah, it continues. Such a short vocal bit with that long load up. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, what's the word? Uh, lopsided. Yeah, 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 yeah. You hold that fucking cord, Kirk. <laughs> and then they do that. Classic move. Yeah. Damn. And you get a melody. Okay, this I like. 
It's kind of a nice, ugly melody. It's like a bit stupid, but good. It's Scooby Spy Melody. Yeah, where's the what here? Oh, this is nice. That's actually smart. He's just like uh, uh, elongating the the beat and then just yeah. Ta -ta -ta -ta. yeah. Just drums and then back with the vocals against the snare and then yep. verse free. But at this yeah, point really nice. I'm starting to feel also the song is a bit too even for its length. It's very even. It's just roll, yeah, rolls it and rolls and rolls on this um, pretty standard rock groove. 130? <laughs> yeah, now. I would say a bit higher, maybe 145, 135 or something. Uh, 35, 45, something like that. I like the double time feel of, of the chorus, I have to say. It reminds me actually a bit of Sanct Anger. Yeah. Which is the yeah. best chorus on Sanct Anger. And, uh, well, one of their better choruses at large, I would say. I like the Sanct Anger chorus a lot. Yeah, it's great, actually. I, I do agree. Gown. Gown. Let's see what they do with the final 20 seconds. Metallica sometimes are aces at outros. Outros and endings. But here it seems they're just utilizing this, uh, well, not great riff. How many of these are they going to do? Uh, like six. Uh -huh. Okay, but yeah. I like that final touch. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, Lars is good at doing that, like, this should be repeated six times. <laughs> I must say that that um, the intro and the ending was the best part of the song. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, the problem... Uh, okay, now it's the, the after talk for 72 seasons, the title track, the opening track. And uh, the problem with this song, the one problem, but it's a kind of major problem is that the riff is so heavily featured that sounds like a like a death magnetic throwaway riff to me i can't say that it's a good riff even if i'm kind to it but other than that cool intro intro is very promising and a nice chorus what do you think about the title track i mean the best part is the vocals um james i mean he he, he arranges his parts quite well um and the, the chorus is actually very it has this release feel and the, the song starts off with the suspense the suspense and um the metallica is so very uh, great at building and um, i mean the first time the chorus comes around in 72 72 seasons it's very releasing uh, yep. much because of the vocals high yeah uh, very high A very healthy technique it sounds like he has now i don't know if it's um um, it just it doesn't sound like he's forcing it, which is cool because on the riff end it does sound like he's forcing it a bit. Not playing wise, but uh, composition wise and idea wise, I don't understand how like 
the best right hand in the world can have such a problem writing cool riffs. I, I don't get it. Like if we look at Megadeth, so many better riffs on latter releases. If they had done this song on, say, Death Magnetic, I think the tempo would have been 20 or 30 beats per minute faster or something, because here it's really dragging. And, A bit uh, dragging, yeah, like you, you said yeah. about uh, Speed of Light, Our Maiden. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they tend to drag a bit it's, too, it, like uh, they have these elderly tempos. In, yeah, and in my ears, it hurts. Not it. I mean, it's not bad, but you have more like, ah, yeah, it would have been better if it had a, a bit more tempo. And I'm not like a tempo freak. Oh, every metal song has to be fucking fast and furious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, not but I get that. it. It's that you hear a riff that you connect to a higher tempo because the, the style of, of beats or riffs um, that are like imported from the band's own 80s period, but then they just play it slower, which can be jarring. If we talk about tempos in um, hard rock and metal, uh, or pop even, you have to justify the tempo you have chosen, yep. and the justification must come from the composition. Yep. I mean, you, you and I dabble with tempos all the time, and when we tweak... We tweak the tempos still for the album. Yes. We are talking yes. about three or four BPMs between sections in songs just because will the riff or the section become great, uh, not greater, but you know, have more effect yeah, or yeah. the suspense or the release. It's all about them tempos. It is uh, quite a lot about the tempo, yeah, the time of it all. And uh, I would say in, in this song, the tempo is right because it's a tempo that is supposed to bridge all these different time fields, like the double time chorus and all that. But the problem is that that riff suffers from this tempo. So what I would have done is uh, maybe I would have kept the tempo, but I just write a cooler riff. That's probably what I would have done. And uh, like, let's let's give them grades on a scale from zero to four point five. <laughs> I will give this song. <laughs> I will give this song uh, a solid two point five. So above above median, above middle level, but uh, not incredible. I'm I'm quite in the same uh, in the same sense uh, about the grading, but two point five. I hope other songs are much better, uh, but. Um, I will say 2.5 for for the sake of no, you and I will not agree on everything of course. for sure. Uh, uh, I mean, on a normal but, five scale, it would be a three. But uh, the 4.5 scale introduced to me by an Australian guy somehow interests me. You can also in your head think about it as a zero to nine as well. And, yeah, and, yeah and then it would be a five because I, five I, was, I was going to say I was going to say a three, but then you said to 4.5. I can't say three. That's too. Too close to the top. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to alter things just a little bit to, <laughs> to get a more angular approach. Anyway, I will say this yep. about the song. Uh, it is promising. It, the intro is really cool. The singing is good. And it feels like the band is active. But it also slightly pulls my expectations down as towards matching Hardwired, which is the latest record. Because, of course, I'm not going to start bitching about them match matching Master Puppets, you know. The rest of the internet can do that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, that's but so stupid. just compared to Hardwired, uh, that's a better track in my opinion. Uh, Still, I I do agree. Um, it's not it's not a bad opener, but uh, it doesn't bring 
bring any any like like you like your sentiment it doesn't bring any more expectations in for for the next track yeah however i would rate hardwired 2.5 out of 4.52 actually I, it's uh, you know it's also a good track that means just straight up good but you know nothing more the interesting thing about the next track mm-hmm. I, I, uh, in this album, it's I, at least in my Spotify Metallica list of the f- top five songs, this song is number two now. Shadows yeah, uh, Follow. That list is not based on total plays, it's based on total plays the uh, last period. I've noticed that on our own releases, like Canopy, for example, like I saw Earth Splits moving up, second most played song recently and i believe it's just the intro because that intro actually has some great suspense yeah it's a gimmicky intro and that works yeah yeah That, that song is probably the, the second biggest uh, of, of that band, and men here is, the title track is the is the biggest. Anyway, uh, we are hitting the second song. Uh, what's the title? The title of song number two is "Shadows Follow." Bit of a Wolf and Manish intro, perhaps. Snare business. Yeah. Very clean snare sound. Almost um, sterile. But not bad. Good, good snare sound. With a bit of reverb. Don't forget that, kids. There is a reverb there, yeah. Or maybe the room, but it's a reverb of some kind. And then they kind of get stuck in this riff. A bit claustrophobic. Uh, interesting. Uh-huh. And then uh, now, now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and then they release into a similar groove as last time, but a better riff, slightly. Oh, yeah, I really enjoyed them hanging on that last tone. That's quite cocky. It's a cooler riff. Yeah, this sounds very Black Album era to me, so far. Singing in a lower key than uh, 72 seasons. This track has me quite interested. 140 in. Sabbath? Yeah, exactly. And there's good singing here too. I love it. 
very low, like Addison Shanks, even Devin Townsend. Yeah. And a good hook, too. Oh, no, right, but still my shadows follow. Follow. <laughs> yeah, actually, on a burn. This way. On a burn. It's a bit yeah. fuel, also, now that I think of it. Man, this is not far from the tempo of the first song, though. <laughs> it's almost the same tempo. Yeah, and also the arrangement is quite similar. Yeah. But I like the Sabbath feel. Na, 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 yeah, na. Yeah, yeah. It's a perfect feel. Like, that's the pre-chorus, just the feel. It's very tasty. Yeah. And the chorus, of course, sounds like a pre-chorus because it's that kind of drop chorus. Black blood, black tears, that kind of chorus. Black blood, black tears. And then you got the double hook, and okay. Ah, yeah, Lars. Good feel. This is very load reload, too. Ah, yeah, but this hanging at This is nice. Yeah. Cool riff. In all its simplicity. Rupana. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like. Like a wall. The harmonizing tone in this this lead, I believe, is James Hetfield. Yeah, yeah, it is. It has it to is. be right. Yeah, the sound is James for sure. Mm -hmm. And of course, I enjoy to have a little bit of a riff lead now and then in this band. And the harmonization, very nice touch. And now just this riff, no singing. Transition to the solo. This solo sounds so done by Kirk before. Don't hang on the same chord all the time when you're, when you're soloing, Kirk. Come on. Move your hands. It's a lot of the butt rock Kirk. <laughs> okay, get the half time. He should have. Kirk should have had. Oh, yeah, the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird choice. Oh, uh, I kind of like it. It was a nice slide down from the end of it. It's funny because on, on my other album, that, uh, it's not Strapatz, I've stolen Batman, and they stole the other bit of the Batman intro. Still my shadows follow. Lars has been up to something again. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, but it's good because it maintains interest as a listener. When it was in the last, some breaks are a bit longer. Here, Batman. Will they go down in halftime before the end? Because here it would have been awesome if they did the halftime breakdown. Actually, na 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 na. 
<laughs> a really weird riff. Yeah, but... That Sabbath thing is... Oh. 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 Good song. Yeah, that much, much, much more entertaining than 72 Seasons. Yep, uh, I would say so too. It's not uh, like nothing new under the Metallica sun, but kind of well crafted, I would say. You know? I, I, yeah, I would give this, just to rip off the band-aid, uh, 3.5. Mm. Out of 4.5. Out of 4.5, from zero, yeah. Definitely could be asked a track that could like uh, outrun at least half of the previous effort. Uh, hardwired. I think this one is better than at least half of that record. It takes energy to listen to like the later Metallica things. Um, Death Magnetic, I was listening to like f- two years after the release. I just um, because Saint Anger at that time uh, wasn't um, me together with a lot of Metallica fans didn't understand what was going on with that album. Uh, that album, Saint Anger, became a better album after I watched the documentary, which I watched years after Saint Anger released. Ah. And I had the unfortunate uh, experience to to see Metallica my first time during the Saint Anger tour 2003 in Gothenburg, and it was, uh, yeah, Lars, I love you, man, but God damn it. <laughs> It was they fucking were not horror. In the best playing shape. No, no, then, right? yeah, and just like, watching the concert, I was glad to see Metallica. But when they end with Enter Sandman, I was almost <sighs> furious. It's like, come on, who wants to hear this song as the last song? Oh, yeah, right. it, it should, should be the last before the encore. Perhaps it could be. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, so Saint Anger took. I, I listened to Saint Anger like in for two weeks on repeat in my old MP3 player. Uh, years after Saint Anger was released, and um, I didn't get it then, but I had more uh, respect, thanks to the documentary. But when they released Death Magnetic. I just felt, ah, no, I will let this one slide. And two years after or something, I played it on repeat at work for two weeks. And they, it had some good songs, but I mean... Uh, it's probably my least favorite Metallica record. Was pro- would probably be Death Magnetic. The sound but, uh, is not nice. And I don't Maybe Reload, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm not so in on Reload. I much prefer Load from that era. Yeah, load is uh, reload has a lot of weak songs like attitude bad seed uh, pretty charming mm, up, you know there's a few real stinkers on there i mean the devil's dance mm, that's a pretty weak song too it's quite strange they play that live in uh, symphony and metallica <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was a pick from um, what's his face uh the conductor, anyway. Uh, Michael Kamen. Oh, his, yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe you know. he was uh, co-producing the whole show. Of course, of course. Uh, Michael Kane. Michael Kamen was the conductor. Of, That's it. Yeah, Michael yeah. Kamen. Yeah, exactly. Death Magnetic didn't cut it for me either. So, Saint Anger is right now like it's a better album than I remember. Death Magnetic is still not. Uh, it's still not giving me too much. Um, it was much more nice with uh, uh, with the album before this. Uh, a lot of great songs. 
Atlas Rising and um, um, Nothing to Flame. I like Hail on Fire, especially live. I like oh, yeah. it. Yeah, good, good har- harmonizing. Harmonies, yeah, yeah. yeah, really good harmonies. And uh, also Spit Out the Bone is a nice tune. It is. Um, a nice video also. But Hardwired is a good opener track. Um, Atlas Rise, as you mentioned, or also called uh, NWOBHM, New Wave for British Heavy Metal, because it's uh, there's a lot of Hello Be the Name in there. Which is a good call. Uh, yeah, okay, so I'm not sure if I closed that thread at all, but uh, anyway, we are not playing Screaming Suicide, right? Because we heard that one. Yeah, we can skip that. Uh, uh, well, I'll I'll just listen to a bit of it here, just to. Yeah, da 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 da. Ah, so I kind of skimmed through it now, and I'm not a fan of Screaming Suicide. I don't think it's a very good song at all. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna listen well. I have a good pre-chorus actually. It was the second single out, I believe. Yeah. And it also maintains that load, reload, 90s era feel. It's, I think it's more of that on this record than on Hardwire. Yeah, yeah, also yeah. Quite a bit of that, but there's even more here, which I guess, you know, why not? I do agree. Okay, Kirk, sorry for your wild solo. I will just skip past that. Yeah, so far I need better leads and riffs, though. Like on the guitar department, it's not too much fun. I mean, all the good stuff is in the singing and in the arrangements so far. I mean, the fact, yeah, we are doing our record right now with, uh, with uh, the duo uh, band named Strapatz. And we, yep. we, for years, not only during this session, which have lasted six years <laughs> or something, is we always... It's coming to six years now, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, uh, time flies, as they say. But, but yeah. I mean, it's been different names for the band and the project since then. There's been songs mixed in from other stuff... Uh, of mine and ours as well um, and obviously a lot of it springs out of our previous long long-term band um, canopy as well so this is you know it's taken time just to <laughs> get shit in order get the ducks in a row that's been taking a lot of time too so it's not like hardcore production i think we made a video for some kind of behind the scenes where we claim that we now start recording is which is you know arbitrary because we record when we can you i mean you work you work a lot uh, yeah but uh Anyway, I think that was... Uh, was that a half a year ago, a year ago? And it's... Half a year ago, half, Yeah, half a year. Uh, I remember I had a flannel on that day, <laughs> so it must have been cold. <laughs> yeah, it was still winter. Because I don't wear flannel in the summer. Yeah, yeah, no, no. That's uh, screaming suicide. Okay, sorry. Uh, so what do you think about screaming suicide? Uh, uh, we could comment on it anyway. Uh, I'm not so interested in the song. The thing I want to com- comment on is Metallica's uh-huh. still uh, still brewing greatness in arrangement on a, on a, an album because 72 Seasons starts off with um, um, the fighting spirit intro and Shadows mm-hmm. Follow still the, the heavy metal chug and and such Scr- yeah, Metallica shaggy yeah, Meta- yeah, 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 Metallica. Screaming Suicide actually opens with a lead harmony, so this is okay. quite smart. Uh-huh. So the third song in, they represent the third song with a lead harmony, which they haven't done yet in in the list. That's some smart. Oh, yeah, yeah that, that's smart because now you have another part of 
suspense which I haven't presented yet in the in the makes me think about Garage Inc. actually CD one on Garage Inc. Mm-hmm. because it gives a feeling from like a Diamond Head its electric cover oh yeah or um, any cover really of an old tune it's an old timey old timey hard rock. <laughs> lead there <laughs> a crash course in brain surgery by budgie covered by metallica right that is some good shit <laughs> probably the best lead so far is that lead which makes me wish for better leads though because it's not awesome but it's the best so far uh, because it's uh, not almost true, the yeah. only one <laughs> at least that in the intro um the hetfield lead in shadows was pretty cool too that's just i mean it's just for me it's just cool to hear a headfield lead i guess you know a riff lead is is that itself even if it's not a good one is cool and uh, it was also a pretty cool one i would give the lead in shadows followed by uh, mr headfield four out of 4.5 is that also headfield you think that no that's that's kirk that's kirk baby that's kirk ah, right? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, must be headfield plays wah only when he when they did uh, the Ennio Morricone tune, Ecstasy of Gold, live but just the band without orchestra. Then Hetfield actually plays wah. Uh, that's the only time I've seen him do that F- for the main melodies, you know, to make them feel a bit richer, I guess, in in tone. It's like finding a bigger treasure than what than what what was mapped out on your treasure map. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Ecstasy of Gold. Yeah. Basically, uh, so should we head on to? I'm I'm curious about the sleepwalking my life away. That's quite the Beatles title. I don't know why, but <laughs> it's a big Beatles title. Yeah, <laughs> and also I'm wondering if he was a sleepwalker as a kid, or if it's just something he you know ran into some uh, the, other way. The title screams uh, philosophical themes of self awareness and whatnot. Um, oh yeah, maybe like a numbness to to the world. Yeah, that could be it. It could be alcohol or narcotic abuse also, because that's have, yeah. have been a theme with James since Saint Anger. Oh, I mean, even before. Uh, sorry, I mean, it's yeah, a lot, lot sad of. But true. Yeah, sad but true. Exactly. Uh, so I. Sad but true is probably his first alcoholic tune, I think. Yeah, great, great song and great lyrics because it's it's yeah. it really balances between the artistry and the real life drama of one person living through yeah. this which is James in this case and it's a very nice touch personal touch without writing it on the nose for the listener took me time to appreciate that one overall I'm not I never was really into black album especially as a whole I don't um, I haven't played the whole thing many times at all but uh if I'm going for that era, it's the you know it's the big songs. Uh, this including Enter Salmon because it's overplayed. But I do remember how heavy I thought it was the first time I played it on my dad's stereo. Yeah, that song, that that, that opening, and I, on on the other record I'm working on, I've also like landed that kind of uh, for an instrumental track that kind of dun, 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 with bass and tom. You know, it's a uh, Enter Salmon is pretty great actually. Yeah. So uh, I would say like. For me, that record is all about the hits. Enter Salmon, Nothing Else Matters, Sad But True. That's that's what I like most of that record. And then they're cool songs. Struggle Within is cool. Uh, and Don't Throw Me, I like like in my elder years. I like that one a lot. So it's a good record, but it doesn't have a theme, you know, that record. There's no theme. It's just Maybe that's the, the theme is just, ah, we're just making rock and roll, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, because there's such strong themes and like colors and everything to the previous four records and you know very 
characteristic, all of them. I guess Black Album is in is characteristic in a way of not having much of a an album character. I guess you know uh, it's just a they named it Metallica, you know, even. Yeah, and and ju- just for my, um, just from my personal experience with Black Album is, man, Lars drums, they are exag- exaggerated in the sound of, so it is gunshot snare. Yeah, but, but the thing is, the drums sound so cool, and Lars is playing some cool he's beats very well yeah yeah he's i mean playing that's one of the highlights of, of of black album metallica the fifth record is the drumming i think it's one of the highlights of the record yeah it's, uh, really good drumming on that one uh, as good as on master i would argue better because he plays with a, i could i could agree with that i could co-sign that better drumming than on master uh, and better drum better drumming than and justice for all though lars actually did something on and justice that still echoes in the extreme metal scene and yeah, and such. Yeah, sure he did. Well, I, I agree. I agree. I don't think it's excellent drumming on that record. I think it's sometimes, well, not falters, but it's, it's, it's the guitars drive the record for me. Like the riff, the riff guitars. Hetfield drives that record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, Lars yeah. and Lars is in the sideline, uh, coked up and just like. Uh, being a hype man almost yeah feels like it, that era his you drum know, very head filled his drum Lars drum parts on and justice feels very jigsaw puzzleish boom 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 well that's a that's a cool thing to do it's just such a weird thing i remember noticing first time i heard the title track and justice for all mm-hmm. dun, dun. boom boom <laughs> that thing but that's actually a good a good beat it is one of my favorite Metallica songs. It's guaranteed in my top 10 at least uh, because it's a lengthy song but very majestic. Uh, though the sound isn't majestic, it's it's it stirs something up in me. It's almost Ooh, like it's, punk. It's, it's, it's the most majestic record perhaps uh, still because Master Puppets is still a slightly grimy from time to time, it has very majestic moments, but uh, and Justice has the you know the grandeur and the majesty for sure uh, going for it, but for me it's still all guitars though. It's the guitars that do that to me, you know. And the bass drum sound <laughs> for me. <laughs> well, it, it hypes the guitars, you know. That's that's what I feel about Lars on that record. He he's the hype man, and and Hetfield is is the record pretty much, you know. Yeah. And Hammett is starting to play a little bit sour on that record. Uh, I noticed now in my in, in latter listening, like, oh, okay, my, the my leads f- are not as good as on Master and Ride. Not to me, anyway. I mean... The, the Hammett leads. Yeah, because the Hetfield leads are fucking you could, awesome. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but you could almost hear, like, Kirk has been banned from the studio sessions <laughs> and Justice Roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's and they're like, oh, shit, we have to... We have to, br- find him today. we have to bring in Kirk. He's a part of the band. He has to play a solo. He's our solo guitarist. Uh, Kirk, can yeah. you just put on a solo on this part? Uh, yeah, sure. And then, then he goes... Well, was, <laughs> half of them are, are, are really good. Like, Blackened is a great solo, for example. My favorite uh, the, solo Metallica from Kirk ever is the shortest straw solo i think shortest straw yeah, is, it's, it's really good that's a standout often mentioned that one i would say and disposable heroes i would also mention disposable heroes the best song from uh, master puppets for me uh, you know with the war themes and uh, i clench my yeah, fist quite right. hard and almost it brings tears to my eyes of and you do know it's about American football players, right? Uh, no, I do not. <laughs> I did Greg not know. didn't know that even. Even Greg didn't know that. He's American. Uh, but uh, it's been confirmed that it's about, uh, that's what it's about. But of course, you know, uh, set up in a war 
thematic uh, in terms of the words because that's more grandiose. It fits better for a huge metal track to, to yeah. have a war theme. But it's the, the inspiration uh, is supposedly I mean, American football uh, players that retire and they are good for nothing because they got like broken <laughs> backs and shit. Uh, yeah, they, the brain damage that has occurred brain after. Brain damage. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, they become demented before they hit their 45s. I mean, they, yeah. Yeah, and that's why, you know, you old man, that, that stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's a... Uh, 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 <laughs> yeah, that, now but. it makes sense. Soldier Boy made of clay, now an empty shell. Yeah. Uh, the title track, Injustice, I love that song. It's one of their best songs, but uh, it's really hard for me to play it. Um, I can't remember if it's one or two repeats most of the time. <laughs> it's so hard. It's like uh, two... F- two uh, um, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah I understand. Da, na, 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 or just... Na, 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 who knows? Uh, and we, you know, I think you're usually right. So I, I, yeah, that, that song. If we go by your first hinge before you start thinking, that's probably the right answer. Could be. Beats me. Beats me. I'm good at remembering structures and, and that kind of stuff, but... But it's the problem there is that it makes no difference. <laughs> but it makes doesn't make any yeah. But this is the greatness of the it track. It register it, with it me. makes all the difference because the it, it, it does in the end. But <laughs> musically, I guess at least to my music mind, it makes no difference. So it's really hard to remember. And I was going to say, like I worked with on War Room Mechanics today, a track on on our album on this Trapatz record and um, at the end of that session we bust into Master Puppets <laughs> yeah, yeah. pretty pretty good version I think for, for, for a duo yeah we, just you and me you and I never like jam or play Metallica songs when we meet and um Rehearsed mostly because I don't know many Metallica tunes, so that's why. But we played a bit with the um, with the Lokala Ika or the Four Horsemen. You pick. <laughs> we played a bit with that with that gang uh, with Pontus from from Chainsaw, and he of course knows um, the Headfield bits and a lot of Hammett bits like by heart. Yeah, by heart. And you know Lars by heart, so it's then then I can do a bit of the kirk a kirk that doesn't even solo as much <laughs> and just play along so uh but that like master puppet that song i know structurally like uh, every time it would be i won't miss a beat in that one uh, especially now that we've played it a bit so i think that's that goes for something in in claiming that is also a better track than uh, and just Wall for me anyway um much better actually i love master puppets i think it's the best song they've done so uh, and i think oh that's your top do. one it's not, a, it's not a weird pick mm. i think that's the best song they've done yeah it's, but it's not a it's a standard pick you know it's no, master puppets. i know i know but um it's like hallowed you know they're hallowed uh, the question is is master puppets a better better track than one oh yeah that's actually one is up there actually i would say my three are really like mainstream picks if i'm just picking best song best composition performance uh, presentation and it would be master it would be one and it would be nothing else matters for me i think that's the highlights of their career you know yeah very mainstream picks and don't forget lars drumming on uh, nothing else matters masterfully done actually um the boatsman you know (laughs) the the maritime three-time feel that he's just like that swing has so much intent it's great it's the straightest the straightest type of swing you will ever hear but it's still uh with a lot of uh, pulsating dance rhythm like a slow slow really slow waltz without having the swing 
though the time I mean, he, he did know about Swing at least then, you know, unlike when they recorded From the Belt oh, at least he says yeah. in that one, uh, one, a year and a half in Life of Metallica, which is, by the way, that's the instruction booklet for every band of our age. Oh. When it go, comes to going to the studio, that's what you looked at. It's like, okay, and then you do this, and then you do this. Obviously, you and me, we've done four records together, uh, I think. Oh, yeah, man, four records together. So we're yep. like we graduated into our, I guess, own methods, and they keep changing. So we're not no longer doing that. But when you start, it's always like you look at one, a year and a half in life of Metallica, and that's the things you gotta get done for a record to be to get done. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It is interesting. I mean, for whom the bell tolls, the best version I ever heard. Uh, it's either from Ride the Lightning, or it's from uh, Symphony and Metallica. Or S and M, uh, you know, um, both good. Both good. Th- those two takes are the best because all the other live stuff, all the other live performances with for whom the bell tolls, the tempo, the tempo is always too Ooh, fast paced. Fast. Yeah. Yeah. It everything dies in that song. It's a heavy song. It's supposed yeah. to be heavy and brooding and take take its time for sure. I mean, he starts singing like one forty five in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, long. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the suspense is great, and the riff that's that highlights. Uh, if you don't, if you don't count the lead, the riff that highlights the whole song is da 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 da. Wow. Very Wagner. Yeah. Uh, not very rock. No. Uh, not a rock uh, feel to the rhythm there. It's very Wagner, like uh, big horns, big strings. Yeah. Yeah, and if you if you compromise the tempo and put it higher, that will sound like shit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was really bad there for a bit. The 86 version is terrible. Oh no! Bright Lightning is my, is my favorite Metallica record, uh, and funnily enough, I would rate the songs individually lower than on Injustice. There would be like some sixes and sevens, seven, but I would give the album just a fucking ten because I fucking love it. <laughs> Interesting <laughs> so, sound, also. Yeah, just like it's it's, it's very home base for me and. Uh, it kind of takes the torch for real from the then dead uh, new wave of British heavy metal movement, which uh, died in 83, uh, I've claimed for a bit, and people seem to agree with me uh, and yeah, claim so themselves without knowing I claimed it. Uh, mm-hmm. So it seems it really died in 83, and that was the release of Kill 'Em All. And if you think about it, Metallica is a next generation band. Not huge in age difference, but they did listen to Maiden and Priest. Uh, so I think 83 is... Um, the, the end of New York for British Heavy Metal. And 86, the real start of Thrash. So those years in between, our transition years where a lot of good stuff happened in metal, including Ride Lightning. Yeah, yeah I, do, I do agree. All right, so back to 23 then. 2023. Sleepwalk my life away. Are you ready for the count counting? Count us in. Yeah. Yes, I'm ready. One, two, three, four. Oh yeah, the bass intro. Oh, 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 oh. This is yeah, a sound oh. I like. I don't know why, but a, a bass intro, <laughs> it always works for me. The rhythm is actually quite interesting. He's doing his funk, yeah? Lots of ghost notes or uh, uh, muted hits. Yeah. Gone very Gone. drumming, Gone. like drumming on the bass guitar. Yeah, exactly. You, okay, this is a new A nice suspense. slow lead, yeah. Hard pan guitar. Oh, maybe yes. something he remembered from Infectious Grooves, you know, those years. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. Hard pan guitars? Yeah, yeah right. very nice stereoscape. Ah, pick scrape fills. 
uh, like on uh, PCLs, but who's buying? Uh, Dave is doing a few of those. Ah, yeah. Kind of cocky moves yeah. to fields on a pick slide. Again, they move into the full tempo. Yeah, yeah. With a typical riff. No, 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 no. <laughs> The hooks in the riff is ampersand man. Very simple riff. That is the ampersand man, dude. <laughs> the vocals here are a little bit more boring than what we heard before. Yeah, they are. I would say. They are a bit complacent. It feels like they need to be there. Yeah. Alice in Chains. Iphone down, no? <laughs> iPhone down. <laughs> Alright. Not super strong though. I said Alice in Chains, but I, I would probably say Reload for that. This is a, you know, a little bit like now that we're dead, sort of like pop Metallica. Vocal driven. Very vocal driven, yeah. Weaker hook than the previous hooks. There's not much in it. I mean, it, we are two and a half minutes in, and the song is 6.56. 6.56, my yeah, yeah, god. Yeah, seven minutes. Yeah. But the riffs again, like... Cookie cutter Metallica. No. Yeah, I'm feeling a bit lackluster here, yeah, actually, yeah, this song. Yeah. And reload, yeah, for sure. This is the more so than load, precisely reload. This is the pre-chorus, right? And the chorus is just yeah. Walk my life yeah. away. Actually, pre again, the pre-chorus was kind of the chorus, and then just a hook, right? Yeah, yeah. They've yeah. done that a lot on this record so far, and I happen to like that way of doing things. It's nice. I don't complain about that. Okay, where are they gonna go? This riff is too another, weak. Another non-stellar riff. <laughs> this is not a good riff. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not a good. Okay, Kirk, go. I'm ever so slightly worried. Is he gonna be like this on the whole record, Peter? Right now. <laughs> yeah. We we shall see. A lot of the things is like old ideas too. Again, that's an old idea. <laughs> playing itself is alright. So it's not yeah, the playing, yeah, it's just no, like no, no. the ideas. Tone, I like the sound of his war lead guitar. The production value is... I mean, it's, it's the best. Um, High standard. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I like that um, atone. Okay. Another boring riff. All right. But, yeah, but the the tonal change in the shaggy is actually quite nice for me. Da, 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 da. iPhone down. Yeah. 
Yes, this is the most boring hook so far from this I do not enjoy um, the pre-chorus. It's not good enough for us, no, no. Wait, man! And then you get the switch, and that's kind of like... I don't know. I would not put that in. How? I, 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 might, I might jam that out, but I wouldn't put it on the record. How did they make this song almost seven minutes? Without so content, come on, this one. Yeah, no, 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 no. I can't, like, I can't dress the words up. This is not a good song. It, nothing happened. Now I'm getting frustrated. These riffs are lame. And now they go chromatic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, not good, <laughs> but but interesting. I now, give this now it sounds like Candlemas. Interestingly bad. Oh, Brian, solitude! No, 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 Okay, yeah. Yeah, no, that was, that was a shit song. I'm one. probably never going to listen to that one, song again, one, Peter. One, no, me neither, one. One and gone, one and done. Yeah, one and me. done. If we didn't rate the previous track, I would rate that two out of four and a half. Um, but this one, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna, why not just go for it? I'll give this zero. So this song gets a zero for me. Just, you know, it's not worthless or anything, but uh, I claim often that the worst for me in music is not the shittiest song or silliest song, is the boring stuff. And this is really boring. Screaming Suicide for me, uh, 1.5. Sleepwalk, <laughs> My Life Away, 0.5, just because James still have good vocal arrangements but the song in itself i don't think landed him so much help writing us more awesome uh, vocal arrangements uh, so 0.5 for sleepwalk my life away because of life james away. yeah why did why do they release this they don't need this many songs on a record yeah i do agree but this is the way Metallica has been doing records for quite some time. It is, it is. And I mean, look at Maiden too. Uh, I mean, Lars and, and Steve Harris, that is. Yeah. I, I see them as somewhat similar and different at the same time. But what they have in similar is they believe in their shit. They, they, <laughs> they, they are. Which I love. I love those guys for that. You know, big heroes of mine, of course, of course. But sometimes it's on the exp at the expense of us listening, you <laughs> know. I sleepwalk my listening away. So uh, let's uh, uh, just kind of wind back and uh, go through them again and uh, rate them. And it doesn't have to be the same rating as last. It can be what you remember rating it or what you feel now. So um, 72 seasons. Um, the good, the bad, and the score. Um, you go first. What's good, what's bad, and what's your score? Uh, the good, the intro, and the ending. The bad, mm -hmm. uh, not bad. Um, I mean, it it goes hand in hand with the good. It doesn't reveal uh, like the the full hand at first. So the score will stand at two point five, and the good mm -hmm. James vocals. Yeah, yeah, and of course, they, yeah, you said the intro and outro. Yeah, I agree with uh, what's good. I I get more annoyed, I think, than you by the main uh, verse riff, um, which. Um, Yep. pulls it down it's it lands on a two for me two out of 4.5 yep. that is <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, the good is um the sound 
of it. I think it's a good sounding song. I like how the intro sounds. It's a fresh take on how a Metallica album starts, for sure. And kind of, you know, even though it's derivative of um, the big songs like uh, Eye of the Tiger, it comes in with its own agenda. So I really like that. And it, it felt like a super promising song, but I think it kind of, you know, it dribbles itself away. I don't know if dribble is even an English word, you know, but uh, you got the ball, you're running, it's looking good, but then you somehow you just lose the ball. Um, wrong steps along the way. So yeah. that's a two out of four and a half for me. And I want to just make a quick comment. The running length, it's almost eight minutes. Uh, you have to follow up the running length with something happening. Um, and it's... Yep. Yeah. It's a bit autopilot going on in that song already in the intro. And that's the song you least want to have that feeling, I think, on a record. But now we were talking about this first song, like out of context of the album also. Um yeah, but I know I'm actually trying to think in context here too. Uh, but yeah, yeah. also, uh, we'll summarize at the end. So okay, yes, yes. Uh, let's shadows follow. Uh, take the lead on that one. What's good? What's bad? What's the rating? Um, excellent chorus. Um, excellent chorus. Uh, great, uh, great performance from uh, from <laughs> from the band. Uh, I'm just giggling because yeah, we we both know Kirk. I don't know. Somebody, somebody held strains on him to sound like Kirk, or nobody said anything to Kirk and said, "Kirk, uh, just play something in this key and do a, a lead solo." Okay, it's a bit sad. I'm sure he can. I'm sure he has more to bring. So it's a bit yeah, sad. Actually, but shadows follow. Um, yeah, it's a 3.0 from me. Yeah, 3.0. Uh, I'll go at. 2.5 mm, yeah. for that one uh, I like it but um, I just I just think it's an alright tune you know it's above medium so it's, it's an alright tune and um, there's nothing in particular that is bad I guess either you know it's a solid track it's a bit too long but that goes for most of modern day Metallica anyway yeah yeah Screaming Suicide what do you think uh, I will I will rate it at one. Uh, 1.5 and um, the vocals are the best part the best part yeah Uh, I'll give it a 1 this track Uh, I I really like did not like it the first time I heard it but I think maybe I mean I'm not sure if it's it's another track that I don't need it on the record at all actually I just skip it I just just don't have it here no, pretty no, much no. so I, c- I couldn't like rate it much higher than a one out of 4.5 because i don't really i don't really fancy it on the record no no yeah i hear you and I the same you. goes for sleepwalking my life away so i mean i already said i don't want to hear that song again so that's uh, the, that's the stinker for me on this record yeah and it's a uh, 0.5 for me uh, 0.5 i gave it in the first segment and i stand by that um the only thing that saves this <laughs> I, I'm not if it's worth saving, but um, James does sing on it, so it's not a zero. Yeah. yeah the production is still good and all of that, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, you Must Burn. Oh, it's a 2.5, I do believe. I mean, You Must Burn is the first time on this album something tingled in me, so I will give it a three. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Lux Eterna. Speaking of threes, that's what I give Lux Eterna, and I've liked it since it, since its release, and uh, I still like it. I think it's a good track. Uh, I think it's uh, 
it doesn't ask too much, you know, it's just a, a good old rocker. It's a blast from the past, and I will give it 3.5. Um, and the bad in that one, it's the verses. And the, the that's, it's when the shuns, shuns are like getting on my nerves. It's like he, he should have put a little bit more effort and time into lyrics, I think, uh, uh, the, on, uh, on certain parts of this record. I, and that's certainly one of them. That's the first thing you commented on uh, <laughs> when we, uh, we had... Oh, yeah, when it was yeah, released. Well, yeah. yeah, and uh, I didn't even think about it, uh, because the energy in the song is... Uh, edited or not, it's a nice energy and uh, it's a nice vibe, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the edited sound is all right. It's just that it's slightly more fun when you hear the playing in the kick drum, but the edited sound is fine. You know, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, Crown of Barbed Wire, Ooh. I remember as an interesting listen. Yeah, um, I, I will give it 3.5 also, actually. 3.5 for me, or a 3, either or. Um, out of four and a half again. <laughs> <They're dear laughs> yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. Call it being the load track, very load-ish. A nice running length also. It's a good track and it's kind of where the album deepens a little bit, becomes a deeper listen um, at this point, I think. Yeah, so the track after Crown of Barbed Wire is Chasing Light and I will rate it 3.0 um, just because what I remember is I was still on a, on a nice vibe in the middle of the album. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. No, that was the one with the, some thrash riffs and stuff, and I think a solid two point five at least for me. Uh, definitely above medium uh, level of song. If darkness had a sun, oh, I find it pretty hard to rate. But it's it's a flawed track. It's definitely not flawless. I can say that for sure. What do you think? Uh, uh, ratings. It doesn't matter, I guess. But one point five, I believe, or one because uh, I I will give it one one. Um, because I don't uh, like. I'll, I'll settle for one point five for that one. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it felt like a futile attempt at nothing. That's harsh. I know. I did not yeah. enjoy that. Song. But it's also striking. So yeah, stand by your words. It's a yeah. striking set of words. Yeah. A futile attempt at nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my thoughts on the 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 album, the album's theme is. Uh, the first three, three tracks is not like, oh my god, it's the best Metallica album ever. Shadow fo Shadows Follow, actually a nice track. Uh, 72 Seasons, my god, it's too long. Screaming Suicide, um, it's like they're, they might be going somewhere with something and then sleepwalk my life away, like sleeping my day away. But then you <laughs> go to You Must Burn, Luxeterna and Crowned by Barbed Wire and Chasing Light, that's a actually a great middle section of the album so they are doing it right and then comes along if darkness had a sun kirk is actually quite good in his solo on this track and as you mentioned very nice lead playing um, but the vocals if darkness had a sun ah temptation revelation contemplation i don't care so i will rate it 1.5 i think the chorus drags it down a bit it's mm, not so strong yeah. darkness here i am it's not bad but yeah well yeah 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 <laughs> sun yeah it would not be a fun one yeah i i i'm i'm just stretching back to what i mentioned earlier in in this for this session or in this session mm -hmm. is that i will p 
pay close attention to the album um, running. Uh, I order. mean, album yeah, from yeah, the track listing, yeah, the yeah. running order, and, track and order, so yeah. far it hits all the hallmarks hallmarks for being a good album because it's like the titles are fitting in um, the middle section, the best part so far, and also the three last songs. The first song of those three is too far gone. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I see a theme, and uh, I mean, it might right. be it might exactly. be me making stuffs up, but I like this with an album. I mean, they must have yeah. thought. Maybe they had like a membership board sitting there, like, oh, mm-hmm. let's make a commercial, but we are making a metallic album. You should have this title and whatnot, because it's just yeah. it's just not four guys in Metallica doing an album. It's like a whole company of people doing shits. Yeah, so, like that meme that meme Christian sent me where. Um, um, there's a board meeting uh, to um, uh, like st- um, to analyze whether or not new Metallica riff will impact shareholders positively. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's kind of like act- that. corporate. Yeah, corporate metal. And yeah. but I'm excited to listen to the, the now final bit. I guess we can call it three songs. Yeah, the final um, leg. Yeah, final leg. It starts with uh, too far gone. En, two, three, four. <laughs> yeah, it feels like I have been here before. Ah, yeah. Feels like I've been here before. Definitely. But this is one of the, sh- the one of the shorter shortest. tracks, though. Yeah, yeah. Second the shortest. shortest, except Luxiterna. But yeah, Ooh, yeah. Second yeah. shortest. Yeah, yeah. But the, this riffage is. No, I am well, excited actually. Blacked out a little bit. I can hear moth flame, and I can hear like slight tinge of no remorse mm-hmm. as well. Chorus. You think it will be a lot of chums in the vocals? <laughs> I hope Revelation. Not. It's done well enough. <laughs> Desperation. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, too far yeah, fucking gone or what? Yeah, God like damn it. Hungarian rapper speak says, why must I cry? However, song has a decent drive to it. Oh yeah, go oh, yeah. nice, yeah, nice yeah, yeah. Is nice. this the pre-chorus or the chorus? Oh, yellow. Yeah, this is turning out pretty cool. Oh yeah, fuck, yeah, this is nice. This is the British song on this record, British Heavy Metal. Even yeah, though this riff is extremely metallic, of course. Yeah, but now yeah, but now this riff is better because of the lyric and because of the vocals. Yeah. The okay. One of the best choruses. And what Hammett is doing uh, yeah. Wow. He has to I just, I just give up on his solos in this record. Yeah. Tribulation. Oh, come on, Hatfield. <laughs> no! Oh, you believe it will be a lot of shuns? Oh yeah, a lot of shuns. Oh, oh the the far far hold S was nice though. He's good with S's. Yeah. But this is nice. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And then a gallop, come on. Yeah, this likely, is actually my favorite chorus of this record. Yeah. Hey, oh. Who doesn't have a good old good chorus? It can help a lot. 
Ja. Buffrock. Buffrock. Oh, no, Harmony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a surprise. They went for... Oh, yeah. Ah, yeah. Like I said, this is the British heavy metal track on the record. This sounds a lot like Maiden. The harmonization. Yeah. Yeah, lovely. Lovely. Oh, nice. I... Yeah, 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 I'm in I'm desperation. Yeah, but, like yeah, this is creaky, nice. shrieky. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah it's like a desperate calling. Yeah, this is nice. I, I, <laughs> I can get, live with these agitations. Okay, Kurt, go. Come on, that was this. That was a solo from Kill 'Em All in, again. Hey, I mean, oh, come on. It fits, but. Still, like so uninvented. Ooh, oh, nice. yes, yes, this is nice. Ra -na 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 -na. Ooh, oh, yeah, nice. I mean, I like that in the chorus so much. So I can let like let the rest slip. Yeah, no, this is actually quite great. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, this is a good song. Yeah, yeah, this is a really good song. I would love to see this live. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gallop, which is like a headfield gallop, you know. Yeah. Make it through the day. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that very clean yes. crash. It's so clean. Now, yeah, it is. Now, the last 10 seconds. What you gonna do? Bam, 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 bam. This track was actually... I will give it a four. Just straight out of the Ooh, gate. Four. four. Yeah, big, this big was actually... Thrown. Yeah, yeah. I'll settle for a... Because it still had some elements of... Well, I, I don't have a good adjective for it. Elements of weakness, perhaps. But that sounds a bit harsh. But because but, of that, I'll give it a 3.5, which is a high rating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My I highest. Um for me also but i mean the vocal parts the chorus very suspenseful very releasing Great, at the, the same best time chorus. nice um, very cool melody yeah very cool melody yeah. and how they go after half of it go into the headfield gallop which is not yeah. the maiden gallop it's the headfield gallop you know you can uh, hear it like in uh in the thrash riff in ain't my bitch and the aforementioned yep. outro of Ride Lightning. The little bit harder-edged American heavy metal gallop uh, that sits just right in that chorus. And then, come on, the harmony was great. I mean, I, I assume Hetfield wrote it, and he's been known to write good guitar harmonies or riff leads, as he calls them. Yeah. And that, was a, that was a nice track. That was, yeah. yeah. Again, you, you have been um, adamant in... in um, following the structure of the album and again i think it's the right spot for it because it's not typically a song you would have second to second to last uh, mm, but mm. coming in after darkness and the sun it really like it's a shock of vitamin right after it's, that one it's like a light in the darkness yeah. and uh, also I in the black mm -hmm. <laughs> light in black mm -hmm. and also I will comment because I. Um, yeah, you rated I, it high, so I guess you should uh, have a have a yeah. have a so minute and, and explain. Uh, yes, so I will bring it back to uh, my yatterings about. I listen to this 
as an album, not song by song. And now I will bring it back together and say this. This is the first snare fill-in by Lars that he actually does the triplets. He hasn't done that shit in the previous songs. He has been very light on on the shuffle-ish playing side. And this is the first song, the 10th track, that he actually does does it. Also, you brought up that James is playing the shuffle feel on the rhythm guitar and oh in yeah this right song. so it's not exactly it's not even a gallop you're right it's a triplet type well it's, it's yeah. galloppy because it's alternating um, a longer hit and a few shorter hits but uh, so it has a galloppy feel but you're right it's a triplet type type thing yeah type rhythm exactly so lars is doing this for the first time in this album live he just he, all of a sudden, he might lay down a triplet field snare fill-in. Actually, this track got me excited. And the running length, it's not even five minutes. I mean, A normal song length. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah. Nice. Nice. Now I have... A lot of expectations <laughs> for the two last remaining and, songs. Uh, this the is next interesting. Song. This is interesting because yeah, yeah, we're yeah. heading for Room of Mirrors, and two friends of mine. I'm not going to say who because then you start doing like cross reference uh, to their characters yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah. So yes, two friends yeah. of mine have picked this as their favorite track on the album, Room of Mirrors. All right, interesting. I uh, ooh, the running length. I want to say it is a power ballad, but it's not the love from. Uh, <laughs> it's not the longest track on this album. Ooh, interesting. Slow tempo, and that ringing guitar in the left. I like that. Very nice. instant impression I get is that this song feels a little bit more spacious than the others bigger yeah oh yeah the backbeat feeling okay yeah there okay let's go why not it doesn't even sound forced it sounds like they really made it this fit here this sounds a lot like um, the ending track of uh, the album before Hardwired. Oh, spit out the bone, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, but th- this riff is actually quite Good. nice. Yeah. Bad <laughs> now. Come on. Nice, nice, nice. Ish, ish, ish. Shun, shun, shun. Yeah. Uh, this is nice. Ah. Samurai? Hey! Samurai! Hetfield has been lazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the riff department, I guess, arguably. But in the singing department, he's been working. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay. This is good. Yeah. Finding the perfect BPM that you spoke of before, I think they found a good BPM here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not fair because no, the, the, the tempo is fucking perfect here. Um, yeah. 
Ah, he did that. The yeah. jodel, the headful jodel. Yeah. Patronize. Yeah. Yeah, it does Summarize. drag down. It's, it drags the album down a bit that it's been so lazy with these lyrics. Tom break. That's cool. Very manly. So now it's no more vocals for. Okay, after this. Solo, yeah. I don't know, Kirk. Little, 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 little. Um, where did I hear that before? Yeah, in all the other songs. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but that band was actually nice. I mean, the playing itself is pretty yeah. good. It's, it's just the bland ideas. Uh, Kirk is in a box. Yeah, now the wow. And always the two-parter solos, which is a great touch, but you start to recognize a pattern when they, when they do it in every solo. Now James should have taken a lead solo part. Um, yeah, or just sing. He sings great. I want to hear his singing more than I want to hear this. That's for damn sure. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now. Ah, mer solo, by helvete. Okay, lead. This is nice. Yeah, this is another maiden part, but not harmonized. Kind of epigram. Good. Oh, and harmony comes. Yeah, of course, this Happy works. Not as, not as cool as too far gone, yeah. but still nice. This sounds more like Tal Punk, more like Eva Grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, before the harmony came. Oh, go Lars! A little bit of the double kick drum. Criticize, scrutinize, oh. analyze, patronize, ostracize. Uh, yeah. Okay, I have a lot of comments on this after the song has ended. Right, one minute left. But also that na 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 na. It's not. It's not really okay, is it? <laughs> no, no. Okay, now one minute left. Yeah, new harmony. Mm. Nice. Yeah, another harmony. Yeah, this is that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, go Lars. Ah, yes. Yeah, this the Harry Potter Salpunk. Yeah, this Salpunk is kind of Swedish sounding actually. Very Swedish melody, rather than English heavy metal melody. Yeah, yeah. I like that Inspector Gadget. Yeah, yeah. Why not? The Scooby Spy strikes again. Yeah, Th this song is uh, this song is full of surprises actually. Okay, All so right. this, this is a lot to process. Uh, I'll let you in first. Yeah, uh, Room of Mirrors had me uh, hang hanging along the first part of the song. Very nice. Uh, the middle section. Oh, then it was it was stumbling for me um, but then it came back with a <laughs> with a vengeance uh, so the first and last part solid um, the song as a whole 
great vocals again. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I do feel you when you have, uh, before this episode, have talked about all the chuns, liquidation, yeah. agriculturation. Yeah. It's tiring. It's, it gets really yeah, tiring. And it's so yeah. obvious that you know you go for those because it's easy to find a rhyme. Yes, yes. And the thing is, I haven't minded it at all for this this whole album until now. Okay, I was believe? down already in like th- I know, four I know. songs back. But yeah, okay, yeah, continue. I, I know, I know. But <laughs> the question is, do you believe he will have Chun again? And the starts <laughs> the vocals the vocal parts in this song start with with Chun 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 Chun. You know, and, I, I, uh, I'm I'm a born optimist, so I'm gonna go ahead and assume that the last track is um without chuns. I'm just gonna assume that, you know, just because I'm an optimist. But um yeah, Room of mm-hmm. Mirrors, for me, I would say it's a very high and low type song. There was what, this one riff that really sucked that was in the mix. <laughs> like yeah. a really, really bad riff. But, you know, <laughs> that can be fun. Like throw in a shit riff. Uh, it's not boring. Yeah, okay, it was kind of boring too. But uh, then they had great parts scattered throughout. So it was an interesting listen. And I would say also, like you mentioned Spit Out the Bone, and I felt like since Crown of Barbed Wire... Uh, so this five songs in a row now it's a proper it feels like a proper follow-up to hardwired more hardwired vibes here uh, which i dig because i think this should be a this should be a some kind of lineage lineage or whatever it is some kind of um, plot, you know a plot know. Yeah. in between releases i think that's you know befitting for a band like metallica and i feel like now it's more of a follow-up which i like uh, so this is a Maybe backloaded record in a way, or center loaded, perhaps. You know, we, yeah, we might I, think. I, uh, but I, uh, yeah, uh, Room of Mirrors gets a two point five from me. I will give it a three point oh. Three point oh. Yeah, Too Far Gone was a solid four for me. Room of Mirrors is still more entertaining than 72 seasons actually a solid track and it it was like um a compressed I was actually yeah. th- thinking about bad religion and stuff, so it was very oh yeah, pop- punkish, um, melodic punk, melodic punk. Oh, now we will dwell into the last track. That is yeah, we will. That's interesting. Fucking I mean, above eleven min- minutes. Not, not even it. not even a million people have played it yet on Spotify, which is interesting as well. That goes for uh, uh, Room of Mirrors and this track, Inamorata. 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 Okay. So before we we count down and play the track, mm-hmm. I I will ask you what it's an intro intro we haven't had so far in this album. So I mm-hmm. want you to you have a feeling of what kind of intro will it start with a notation on the bass drum with a symbol crash symbol with a, a distorted guitar or will it start a cappella vocals with James or will it start with whatever? What do you think? Hasn't been a lot of clean guitars. Yeah, that's my thought exactly. It's fucking hard to keep Metallica going for 11 minutes without having some sort of dynamic clean, compared yeah. to the rest of the album. 
been very go, has there been none no clean parts so far no pickings no chords no, no yeah no nothing. plucked arpeggios and no um, strumming no. of cleans no none at all rare yeah. it's, it's only kill them all like i think of which does have like the semi clean uh, uh Skinner skinnered bit in four horsemen but uh, and then also at the end they have um even cleanier, even cleanlier clean in uh, Phantom Lord. I think both. Na 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 na. This was my life. Okay. And if you if we uh, talk about clean parts, Metallica. I mean, um, it goes without saying. Nothing else matters. I believe it should be some or one. One um, uh, fade to black. Uh, Call yeah. of Cthulhu counts. Yeah, it does. It, yeah, yeah, of course. Metallica so, has it's uh, it's part of the sound fair. really like when when, when yeah. we were kids when we were kids <laughs> yeah. Metallica it was like very very important with the clean bits and uh, I recall us including more of those in maybe earlier efforts on the coming record it's only one clean bit and of course that wasn't calculated or anything it just happened to be that way one clean bit the rest is distorted guitars it is but it's also synthesizer here more than in any other project really that we've done so there's still a variety of tone without necessarily having to utilize uh, clean guitars whereas this record has been pretty much straightforward uh, shank riff tone all the way through with leads yeah we i feel we can summarize the album after we listen to the i i'm i'm quite i'm actually as most excited right now it's a, yeah, long a little song, bit you know? nervous like could go <laughs> yeah, so wrong yeah. could go really wrong and could go quite right and i haven't heard anyone speak of this track even so it's completely it's a blank page will we hear bits and pieces from all the known ballads from metallica in this track i don't think it's going to be a ballad though i think it's going to be an epic clearly by length i mean it's hard not to be epic in 11 minutes but uh I don't think it's going to be a ballad, not really. But and I, I'm not even sure it's going to be any clean guitars. But if there are any, well, it's in this track, and maybe a clean intro would be nice at this point in the record. I believe strongly, and it will start with a, a clean pick riff or passage. Right. I believe so. Yeah. yeah, cool. Let's let's check it out. Distortion. Ah. Stoner, kind of stoner it. Yeah. Interesting. It's like they heard Mastodon. Is it a shifter in there? No. Could be an October, yeah. Yeah, October, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I instantly think about the Outlook Horn when I hear it. Yeah. Uh, which is a great song to think about. <laughs> Because it's a great song. It is. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's clearly oh. that approach, isn't it? Yeah. Hey. Because that's also one of their most stonerish type tunes out of. Yeah, the load album is quite stoner. I think it's going to be a jammy tune. Okay. No, 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 no. Ah. I don't like that tail either. No, 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 no. It's not a good tail. No, I... I... Ah. 
Okay. Oh. Vocals a bit boring. I really hope they have a tempo change or time signature change in this song. Otherwise, they can't do this for 11 minutes. Okay, chorus. Or pre-chorus, perhaps. Uh, good. Pretty good. Yeah. But also back, rather bare scrape. They, they will go back Pretty to the verse, I think. Oh, here comes the chorus, I think. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it's a bit of a... It goes in the lineage with the Fixer and also Thorn, which is cool by itself. But I'm, I'm not going to say if they succeeded in like matching them at all, but it's, it's definitely part of that Metallica. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh. And of course, he sings Misery, kind of like I in my first Misery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I just miss. Now I'm hearing for. I just miss some type of dynamic. They oh, yeah, fucking yeah, could sure. have made uh, some sort of dynamical change yeah, in a yeah, track no, that's I'm finalizing still kind of the album. Processing it, so uh, I haven't gone into criticizing it that much, but uh, I wholeheartedly agree. It's very undynamic so far. I'm almost angry. Oh, yeah, I get it, I get it. Also, it's the most boring vocals on this record, the most boring verse, singing-wise. Oh. It's kind of autopilot. It, yeah, it is. It's still seven minutes left. So yeah, I hope yeah, they yeah. make something with this. Because I don't think our world's going to be rocked. Oh. My, yeah. yeah. James doing the Yo. games. Uh, yeah. Yo. Nice. Uh, yeah. At least no shams so far. No, no. Oh, this is also very load reload. She waves, she waves, she waves. Yeah. The kind of demented backing vocals. But it's... It's not awesome. Like the chorus is pretty good, but it feels like it doesn't get over the wall really. And you can hear what what the attempt is. The attempt is like combine my friend of misery with the Alpha Thorn and Fixer, kind of you know the suggestive Metallica or Deep Metallica, yeah. something like that. I'm I'm just listening right now because come on, come on. So far, you haven't gotten any of those dynamics you wished for. No, that's why I'm not saying so much, because mm -hmm. it was prime time to do something. Uh, We're halfway through soon, and not that much has happened yet. So I wonder if they're going to... I think they're going to go jam. Let's see. Uh, now it's the country guard groove again. <laughs> yeah, th this is like the best part right now. Half time. Okay, go, Kirk. This is probably Kirk's best solo. I can already on this record. I can already feel because yeah. Well, somebody told Kirk it's slower. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's do slower. it. Do it like in outlaw form. Come on. Look out! 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 Yeah, I've heard that leak before. Come on. Yeah, yeah for sure. But it had, somehow had, it had more to say. Okay, they're doing the jam thing. And then come in clean guitar. Come in. Okay, bass. Bass, okay. bass groove and hi-hat groove. Why not? 
and no tempo changes, no time signature changes. They just they just jam. It's they a jammer. Just yeah, it's a jam. Okay, yeah. Now clean guitar. Go clean guitar. It it actually happened. They should have opened with that shit. Oh god. Yeah, yeah, this would have been a much more oh. deep Talica opening. <laughs> yeah. Tom also. This sounds a bit like um, Sanct Anger as well. Like Sweet Amber or songs like that. Not like it's not earth shattering, but it's so it's good. It's good. I like yeah. the hi-hat. Especially I like yeah. the hi-hat. This part should have opened this track. Maybe this track should have been this part. Yeah. More even. or less. Yeah. You know, even. Cut out the fat of the first minutes in this track and just open with this shit. So what are they gonna do after the eighth note charge up though? Uh, this is nice. Dude. Where are they heading? Yeah. Please do something cool. Harmony? Alright. Harmony is cool. Oh, kind of an end justice for all harmonization there as well. I mean in terms of the distance between the two melodies. Yeah. Alright, alright, yeah. This is a bit like uh, Don Swana Opet, you know, Asianity Opet, kind of yeah, the sad Swedish Scandinavian metal. Scandinavian, metal. yeah, yeah. Forest of October or something. No. Yeah, yeah. I like this. Uh, I, I'm very much on board with you. It should have just started there in the middle. Uh, no, from Black Album, not right. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm glad to yeah. hear that Hetfield has not given up writing cool shit like this. Because he did a few on, on uh, the previous effort as well. Uh, it's good. Yeah. I've always said that he's a really good like uh, writer of guitar harmonies. Yeah. Okay, so there's still like um, three minutes left. Are they going to yeah. be able to do something with those minutes that counts? They will, uh, they will just go back to the main theme of the song and it will suck. I think. Let's see. <laughs> I mean, this part isn't bad. They just lost the comprehension of a build-up on the last track of the album. I, th it's that an alright chorus, but I mean, this album has had some strong choruses. That's one of the strong points of the record. And in that regard, this is a lower tier chorus of the record, I would say. Yeah, I just... the intro... Oh, come on. It's good vocals. I mean, it's... Yep, it is. But it, it, there's some stiff competition from himself on this record, in that regard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do agree. Yeah, the broadband. Broadband comes back, uh, and that absurdly clean crash. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't sting you. Is that even ears. a crash symbol? They don't sound like that. Lars, symbol microphones costs more than uh, all my drums and cymbals put together, so yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and that's the ones he used live. Exactly. Okay. I like that uh, drum thing he's doing now. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Good vocal harmonizations, yeah. Yeah, they needed a bit like this, like the end of uh, Fate to Black, you know, kind of soaring, big, yeah, uh, yeah, melodic yes. part that just, you know, can go on forever. But this is good. I like this. Yeah, Fate to Black. Fate, did somebody say Fate, Fate to Black? Black? For yeah. sure. Um, oh, actually, the Kirk lead here was also fresh. It's, it's ridiculous how this lead could be fresh, but it is in this context. I think it's the tempo. Yeah. No, it's definitely a fade to black uh, modula um, emulation going on here. So was the end of uh, Halo on Fire, which I liked a lot live. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Okay, mate. <laughs> Okay. Whoa, whoa. All right. Zip it, zip it. Go. Uh, so yeah. Oh, uh, last song. Oh, I didn't. I didn't expect it to rock my world. It did not rock my world. Um, I was a little bit happily surprised that it kind of uh, took lineage from um, the, the closing tracks on the Load Reload albums. Um, hard to say. So once again, I'll let you in. Okay, so um, I will summarize my thoughts uh, of the album in a first listen. My first the song needs to be uh, rated, I guess. Uh, okay, so I will give it one. One. I'll hand it a two. No, a 1.5. And uh, I, I believe my one rating for Inamorate mm -hmm. is... Uh, based on my expectations, not about, oh, they will have a clean guitar intro. It's not that. I did not enjoy how flatlined the last and the lengthiest track was represented and performed on this album. It made, I mean, we had a feeling on all the other tracks, which was like maximized broadband, mm -hmm. rock and roll, Rock out with your cock out, uh, mm -hmm. clean symbols, well produced, uh, good parts of vocalizations and arrangements, and uh, all the trinkets and magic, magic Metallica can do. And they went out on the last track, like, I don't know. Um, the album are doesn't. We need are we going to. It, right? No, no, exactly. It could have ended with a short track, Room of Mirrors, and I would have. Redundant been, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be a forgotten track. I don't think it's going to run down with the ages. Um, but I think uh, the five songs before are a steady run, even with Darkness in the middle there. So one thing I like to do with uh, long records released by big bands is to shorten them. <laughs> and uh, I'll, I'll do a quick shortening of this record. Um, I'm going to remove four songs, I think. Uh, so I'll... I'll keep 72 Seasons and Shadows Fall. Then I skip Screaming Suicide, Sleepwalk. <laughs> uh, I go for Humus Burn, Luxeterna, uh, Barbed Wire, Chasing Light. I skip Darkness. Too Far Gone. And I go for Too Far Gone as the final track. So I actually skip Room of Mirrors. Not that it was bad, but I don't need it. Um, so that would be eight tracks, I think. 
So, so Metallica could have made an eight-track album, which would have been quite quite good um and yeah, it would have been really cool if they could settle for shorter and like same goes for iron maiden by the way like uh, they're not gonna so maybe it's the thematical expectation of the audience to produce and uh, release an album that actually is closer to one hour instead of making 35 minutes um because that's not what the band has yeah i think it's a business thing i think the board boardroom uh, the board <laughs> yeah. meeting comes in to get play again because what happens now is like since you don't sell many albums you need to do a lot of touring on albums of course and uh, that's why they release albums more seldom tour a shit ton on them and they're pretty long so you can kind of you know you have more to squeeze out of it um, in terms of a live concert concepts i think maybe something like that uh, or they just want to make long albums lars and, and steve i don't know uh, yeah 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 the the surgically removed the conjoined twins i just wish that <laughs> kirk was invited to a boardroom meeting for this album oh, yeah jesus christ i mean he was out of hardwired for sure and that was kind of a thing you know like he lost his phone and all that shit <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> so a that, shit that excuse though oh yeah <laughs> like a kid excuse yeah definitely like my dog ate my homework <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 but that was almost charming and now it's just sad i thought he would have a return this is like some i i have to say so guitar solo wise it's the worst record they put out and it's not because of the playing the playing is fine the sound is fine but there are no ideas yeah 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 kirk kirk now we can get into the final score, which is in yeah, no way, yeah. shape, or form. It's in no way, shape, or form a statistical rundown of our previous scores. This is a fresh score. This is about the full record. Um, I'm making my mind up. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm drifting bet- between two uh, ratings here, mm. and I have to uh, go back to my um, overall. F- feeling about uh, about listening this record from track 1 to 12 and i would mm-hmm. give it 2.0 i think yeah 2.0 yeah 2.0 out of 4.5 yeah so not even half i i, I believe hardwired actually had more to offer yep. this seems a be a bit more cheapskate not to be, no, I mean, yep. yeah, yeah, it's a harsh, harsh adjective, but no, yeah. I think it's true. I think, at least in my book, I mean, I agree with that. And I was thinking now 2.5 is a bit too high on this scale for me, um, that would be a bit too much praise. And 1.5 is definitely, oh, yeah, low. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is, it lays at, at 2.0 or even 2.5 if you're, you know, on a, on a nice day, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I, I told the um, uh, friend of, of um, made me to see a British guy, Andy, I told him the other day that. When I listen to these arrangements by Lars or by Harris, it's uh, like two minds. One is like, ah, uh, all right, you're doing that again. And the other is like complete respect that he's doing that again, uh, in a way, you know. So my conclusion was that when I listen to these type records, uh, my experience hinges a lot on on my mood of the day. Because if I'm in the right mood, I will be very um, accepting towards these giants you know these monoliths of metal that have been with me all of my musical life pretty much i will be very accepting and i will enjoy it and on another day i will be rather critical uh, 
for the same reason, them being an important big band. So it's it's uh, it's a tough one to rate in that sense. But uh, I will compare it to Hardwired, the only one I will compare it to. And I will say, pretty much safely say that I prefer Hardwired, but not by miles. Not by miles. Uh, it's, it's also like it's it, an uneven record and all that, but... Uh, it seems like this one is a step backwards for me. So, from that. so your rating is as it's same as yours because yeah, uh, yeah. two point five could be, um, but one point five definitely not. Uh, so two point five could be definitely on a good day, right? But uh, today it's two point out of four point five for seventy two uh, seasons uh, with uh, <laughs> a few uh, well, a lot of non surprises, but also a few bits of surprises. Så från den norra sidan av världsklotet där alla människor faktiskt befinner sig, fast då inte i norr. Typ Men härifrån... Det är nästan typ bara hav på södra halvan typ. Evigt hav. Evigt hav. Vi är många få. Men de många få säger skål. skål.